Hello, wonderful people. Welcome to Things About Things. And I used to say simplifying concepts without sacrificing depth, which still sounds about right, but trying something new, I was messing around with the Renaissance Polymath Meta Conversationalist podcast for people who want to learn a few things about a lot of things. And it, I think it nails it, but it's just too long of a phrase for a subtitle for a podcast. It's absurd, but it's, it seems like an explanation of what I'm trying to do with things about things. But then I thought, what if I tried to subtitle this podcast something just for marketing, you know, just a marketing ploy, things about things in the subtitle. I thought, what would just be a way to try to get people to talk about the podcast and share it with their friends <laughs> just to get people talking about it? And here it is. It's the phrase, it's really good. And I'm just trying it on for size. And you're about to watch a long conversation between me and my friend Jupiter. We talk about this. Would it be a good subtitle? This is why it's meta-conversationalist, because we're talking about the concept of the subtitle of the podcast in the, in the podcast. But uh, would the podcast be shared by more people if the subtitle of the podcast was, it's really good? Think about it. You just say, if this thing's about, have you heard of Things About Things podcast? And they go, oh no, what's about? What is it about? And you would just say, it's really good. And the reason this might work is because that's, that's how people talk about things they like. You know, if you watch a show on Netflix or Hulu or whatever, or some song, come, you know, some album comes out and somebody asks you about it, you don't really describe the show in full because you don't want to give it away. You just say, you should watch it. It's really good. Or you should listen to this new album. It's really good. And they go, what's it like? And you go, it's sort of a, you should just listen. It's, it's really good. <laughs> so how about we try this? But first, I want you to watch this conversation with my friend Jupiter See what you think. See how you feel about what he says. See how you feel about what I said. But either way, I'd like to ask, I'm going to circle back after you watch this, but I'm going to ask you to consider if you watch this podcast or listen, uh, do the audio only either way. And by the way, you might not know that if you haven't listened in a while, but it's video now. So if you're just listening, we're on YouTube. Go find us on YouTube. You can watch. Uh. But what do you think? Are you willing to give this a try? If you are a regular listener or watcher, viewer, will you start telling people about Things About Things podcast and then tell them it's really good? Anyway, either way, enjoy. It's not called a subtitle. What's it um, called? A, a tagline or a like the things about things, and then there's the subtitle. But what do other people call that? 
tagline or tag? I mean, yeah, tag like is like slogan another word for it. Slogan, yeah, you could do that one. Slogan has kind of a like a corporate vibe to Just it. Just do it, like, Nike um, kind of deal. Connotatively rather than denotatively. Oh yeah. So it was, you know, for the longest time it was simplifying concepts without sacrificing depth. Mm-hmm. Which I still kind of like that phrase. Mm-hmm. It's like you pick a topic with somebody who kind of knows the topic well. You know, I, I would use the word expert, but some people didn't feel like that was accurate, but somewhat of an expert. Like, you mm-hmm. kind of know this topic, you know. Uh, simplify it so that people that don't know it, they kind of, they're like, oh, I kind of get it. Then we t- we did a Renaissance Polymath Metaconversationalist podcast for people to learn. Wait. Uh, for people who want to learn... A few things about a lot of things. Yeah. And then I thought, so I was looking at other podcasts online that I like and listen to and, you know, watch and what are they, what are their phrases, you know? And then I thought, well, if I was just thinking about marketing, Mm -hmm. not an accurate representation of what I want to convey for the podcast, but just will someone click on it if they see it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I should say, let me back up and I went... Uh, to college for broadcast journalism and my freshman year in college I was super into like TV marketing mm-hmm. and took classes and was like I think I want to write commercials mm-hmm. I just now I think oh that's so empty sounding to yeah. me now it sounds like you really needed to be a creative yeah. but we're in a marketing there degree. we go that's <laughs> it yeah <clears throat> anyway I thought something as generic as things about things Instead of going really deep into a subtitle that thoroughly explains something and kind of mm-hmm. eyebrows everybody, yeah. what if it's just, okay, you're looking at it, things about things, it's really good. Mm. If I saw that, I would be like, all right, I've got to see what this is. <laughs> I hear it's really good. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. Like, that's what started it for me is mm-hmm. if someone goes, if you listen to things about things, and then someone goes, what is that? Instead of explaining what it is, Word of mouth, the way word of mouth works is, in my experiences, it's less about someone explaining it. They just say, it's really good. It's like, yeah. what, what shows would you recommend on Hulu or Netflix? And they'd say, it, like, oh, yeah, what is it about? It's really good. You should watch it. Mm-hmm. They might yeah. explain it, but the reason you watch it is because they said it's really good. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think there's something there. Yeah, and like uh, people care a lot about spoilers these days um so people are a lot of people are not willing to tell you things about like media they like because they're like you should watch it i don't even want to tell you anything just watch it yeah because then you might give away something Mm -hmm. that you shouldn't know yet i'm actually the opposite of that i spoil things for myself sometimes uh for a variety of reasons one is that i get anxious and i'm like i need to know where this ends up i'll I'll take the ride but i just want to know where we're going uh, and so, like, I'll look up what happens. I'll look up a synopsis. Right. I don't know what... I'm still trying to get to know this thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't... Oh, it's... Everything's working. Okay. Oh, cool. <clears throat> so you want that? Yeah, yeah. I'm, um... I... The way I engage with media that I enjoy uh, tends to be, like, not focused on... Uh, those types of events, like I don't, you, I don't really care when things get spoiled for me. Um, yeah, I just want to know where things are going, and then I will read it 
or read it or watch it or whatever anyway um yeah uh i've been thinking about this lately i'm really into tropes um like that that, that word can kind of be like uh people don't people don't like tropes it's like oh that's that's uh cliche mm -hmm. Um, but I really like tropes, and I like to watch uh, media that uses the same tropes and see how it reworks them, uh, compare it to other ones, right. recognize, like, oh, this is almost exactly like this trope in another show I was watching. But maybe it's because it's part of an archetype of humanity. Mm -hmm. It's like the reason it is that is because that represents something that exists and has existed for a long time. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I think of the cliches. If it, if they do a good job of telling the story, mm -hmm. there are plenty of them that are just like lame. Yeah, but, I watch a lot of lame ones because yeah. I do just enjoy so the, even like, the, lame... the play on tropes. Can you give examples? Um, I watch a lot of anime. Uh huh. And there's a trope called isekai. Um, no, I can't tell any of my friends about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. There, there's a thing called isekai. It means other world okay. in Japanese, um, and it's media in which someone dies and is reborn in another world, mm -hmm. usually um, at the behest of a deity, mm -hmm. uh, who's like, "I need you to save this world, and I will <clears throat> gift you with powers to do so." Um, they go on to be like stronger than the world around them, and so mm -hmm. they, you know, basically just walk all over it, and sure. not always a negative way. Um, and then, so that's like the original and there's all these different branches out from it. So there's like Isekai that isn't actually another world. It's the future. The person died and was reborn 2000 years later. Right. Um, they've, they've reversed the order of the like powers. They've said the strongest being to live at this time died and is now reborn as a child or a yeah. nobody. Yeah, yeah. Um, you seen The Golden Child? I have not. It's from the 80s with Eddie Murphy. I think you'd like it. All right. <laughs> Based on <laughs> what you say you that. like. Mm -hmm. And by the way, the thing about your friends, don't worry, no one's watching this. <laughs> <laughs> no. My friends all know that I'm a huge dork. It's not a big deal. <laughs> well, well, I don't really know too much else to say about the. It's really good, but I feel I like it. It 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 pops to mm -hmm. be. To, I know that's a stupid way to saying it. It pops. I hate hearing other people say that, <laughs> but really it pops. Good. Yeah, <laughs> it pops. It slaps. Yeah, it slaps. Um, but you but you you got a thought. I do. I uh, learned the etymology of the word "really" today. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So the the original use of the word really was in reference to Christ in the Eucharist, uh, like transubstantiation. He is literally the thing you're eating. Yeah. Um, so that was like <laughs> why great. the word was invented. When yeah. I was like, really? I'm picturing like the people that believe that really, it's really, guys. <laughs> no, really. Yeah. <laughs> And they were just, like, riffing on words because, like, yeah. they had real, and they were like, really? Like... <laughs> really, <laughs> right? I wonder if it started out sounding more like really. Yeah. It's just, like, 
really, you know? Like It's very real -ish. People are like, hey, how do you know that transubstantiation is real? And it's like, well, it's just, it's real. It feels so <laughs> really. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's very really. Um, but so real uh, came from, so I think real was originally like an Anglo-Saxon French word. Um, but it came from Latin realis, uh, which has the same meaning as its root, uh, res, and that means thing. Yes! <laughs> but I, I wonder if there, it sounded, I thought you were going to say reality in there. Um, yeah, there, so that's the other direction. Uh, it really and reality share a root. Okay, so yeah, yeah. The words branched off in different ways. But why would thing, what does thing have to do with really? So, other than the, what you just said, like the root, but so why? the usage Where? of real in like Rome was often to talk about property. Um, and so real estate, yeah, real property, mm -hmm. real property. This is an actual thing mm -hmm. instead of the stock market and whatever that is happening there. This is real, this is dirt, this mm -hmm. is real. But yeah, that's the reason that the word thing came to mean, like, actual. And, like, it kind of made sense, because when you were talking about, about things, thing... It's actually good. <laughs> I don't know, what do you think? Can we give it a try? Maybe send some emails or texts to some friends? Maybe message them on Instagram? Maybe do a little TikTok? Tick -tick -tick talking whatever you do on TikTok to tell people about things. If there are any Twitterers anymore, tweet. Tell people, maybe with your mouth, not just via text or typing or whatever. What if you just told people? Next time you're hanging out with friends or family, just tell them, hey, I listen, I watch things about things. It's really good. Just see if it catches on. You know, let's give it a try. Because I do think it's really good. Yeah, it's actually good. It's really good. It's actual. <laughs> it's the truth. It's factual. Everything is satisfactual. It's, a it's the talk. truth. It's actual. Everything is satisfactual. Yeah. Zippity doo da. Zippity yay. I knew a dude named Zippity doo da. Yeah. He was Indian. Mm -hmm. Last name was Da, and his parents moved to America. I, actually, I don't remember if they moved to America or if they were born in America, but they were Indian and they were, e either they had moved here or their parents had, I don't remember. Mm -hmm. But but my friend Zippity Duda was born and raised in America, but his parents were Indian, but had become really kind of like into mystic, hippie-ish mm -hmm. world stuff, you know? Yeah. And so they thought it would be fun. To mm -hmm. name their son Zippity Doodah. Yeah. And we call him Zip. But like. That's cool. That's really cool. Uh, although, I mean, it's cool until you have to fill out a job application. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> They're like, uh, sir, just go play your mm -hmm. game somewhere else. I think people don't care because my name is Jupiter. Uh, and yeah. my name is Jupiter for like the, the same reason, basically. My mom was into like mystic world. Yeah. And stuff. She was like, Jupiter is a cool place. Yeah. Cool name. It is a cool name. I've never met another Jupiter. I've met one and heard about a few others. I've I've met a Juniper. 
Mm-hmm. And now that I know a Jupiter, sometimes when I say Jupiter, I think I'm mispronouncing Juniper. Mm-hmm. Or if I say Juniper, I feel like I'm accidentally mispronouncing Jupiter. Th- this That has followed me in my entire life. People many, call you many Juniper. Many people make that mistake. Yeah, yeah. Kimberly's great aunt, Carolyn, mm-hmm. uh, she was already very old when Kimberly and I met and everything. She she never, I, I don't think to her dying day, knew that my name was Jason. She called me Jonas <laughs> for like 10 years or something. Yeah. We just kind of stopped bothering correcting <laughs> her. She loved me. I loved her. Yeah. Jonas yeah. is fine. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. You like me though, right? Okay. Then Jonas. It's a nickname. <laughs> yeah. It's an endearing nickname. This is great. This is very great. I don't know what to do with it, but but my thought was... Not just marketing, just saying it's really good. Maybe it would just say things about things. It's really good. And it would be like pretty big font. Mm-hmm. You're really all in at this point, mm-hmm. right? Like all the chips are on the table of kind of like what we talked about last time. Things about things, a podcast about stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. You are all in if you just say it's really good. You're trying to establish something about this podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's not the same as... A Renaissance polymath metaconversationalist podcast. It's a different, you're trying to say something altogether different about what you're trying to do with mm-hmm. this podcast. Yeah. And yet, it still doesn't communicate anything yeah. <laughs> quite specific at all. It, you probably wouldn't think it's really intellectual, mm-hmm. but th- that's the reason why this is going to work, man. It's some people in the neighborhood hang out and talk. You'd think, okay, that's pretty much half the podcast that no one cares about. But here's the catch. It's really good. (laughs) And all you have to do is say that it's good. And that's half the battle. Yeah. It's really good. Have you heard of it? Things about things? It's really good. It's it's hard to say it's really good without sounding like you're arguing. It'd be interesting to say it as like a a matter of fact. How how Oh, yeah, it's really good. Like, like uh, it's assumed. Like, you, uh, like... Yeah. Obviously. You don't have to convince anymore. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, there it is. Mm-hmm. It goes up a little bit. Mm. Things about things. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> Just whatever. <laughs> Just like obviously, uh, as indicated by the hardly any views. <laughs> <laughs> hey. But it's really good, though. Yeah. Not um, everything that's good has a lot of views. Yeah, this is yeah. one of them. I, I would venture that most things that are really good don't have a lot of views just because there are so many good things that people yeah. aren't paying attention to. Well, I know that some of the greatest wisdom I've ever heard in my life was not from famous people. It was just from a neighbor or just some, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. It's not like only the rich and famous have mm-hmm. the wisdom. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's really good. And then what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then what do you do? Once you say it's really good. Is that the end of the conversation? Or do you, you get into the thing, the background of it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I think you got to read your audience. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to do that. I mean, I don't know how to do that when that's the audience. Yeah. I, I can do it when there's human being when there are human beings in the room. Mm-hmm. That I'm used to for 25 years. Mm-hmm. I look at people and I can kind of get feel for how this is going. Yeah. And that's what I, actually what I, one of the things I like about just press and record is here is I don't have to worry about whether they like it. Mm-hmm. It's more like 
do we understand what's happening? Yeah, we, and then they you know, can like this or not. But very whatever. successful night because we talked for a while and it was fun. Friends and neighborhood talking. That sounds great. And if they don't like it, that's their problem because it's actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> it actually really is. I the the funniest part of it is I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe not funny. Maybe it's not funny. I think I just need to clarify. I actually do believe that. Yeah, as do I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. You saying that made me think earlier today. Uh, my coworker misheard, or he thought I was being sarcastic when I said something, mm-hmm. uh, but I wasn't. And I realized that, like, I speak with kind of a monotone. Uh, yeah. And so. And you're also it, it's the year 2022. You have a mustache. <laughs> There's a bit of the hipster irony potential. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. someone who looks like you might be joking about it with a straight face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> and like, I do like to engage in humor that way as well. Right. So maybe Makes the it issue even more complicated. is that the, there's the, not yeah. a huge difference between when I'm joking and when I'm not. It's, it's context. <laughs> yeah. Your vocal tone didn't give it away. You just have to know. This time I meant it. Yeah. That's great. I'll clarify if someone yeah. needed to. Yeah, know. especially if it's important in some mm-hmm. way. It, with jokes, uh, since jokes are often just lies, I will like immediately be like, this is not the case. Yeah, and we talked about that. I'm not sure if we talked about it on a podcast or not. I don't think so. But you talked about... No, no, it was at your house. It wasn't podcast. <clears throat> it was me saying, me wanting to tell jokes, but I don't mean them. Mm-hmm. But I think it's funny, but I don't want them to think that I mean it. And you said, well, just right after, just tell them you don't mean it. Yeah. And like, yeah. I kind of like that. Like, yeah. You say something and you're like, it ends and you're like, by the way, I'm just, I don't really think that way. I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Maybe that's, it's, it's so simple. I do that with like almost every joke I tell. Um, do you got any up your sleeve? No, absolutely your sleeveless? not. Okay. You know? <laughs> I will not pull a joke out. <laughs> Well, I'll pull I'll pull a terrible joke out. Like I love I love bad jokes as well. Um, okay. Like a pirate walks into a bar with a steering wheel down his pants. Bartender says, "Why you got a steering wheel down your pants?" Pirate says, "Arg, it's driving me nuts." <laughs> <laughs> that's so bad. I didn't see it coming though. That's yeah. That's nice. That was. Uh, Did you make that up? No. Oh, okay. That was a joke I was taught as a four-year-old and that <laughs> I was asked to repeat many, many times. But you did you even know what it meant? Not originally, no. Yeah. Uh, I, I had some stuff like that as a kid, too. Mm-hmm. I also, the other one I was asked to repeat was, uh, what does Snoop Dogg do his laundry with? Bleach. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I didn't know, like, I didn't get that at all, but yeah. I thought that was a funny word, so I would just be, like, screaming it. Yeah. Uh, and I think... I'm I'm glad to know that someone was able to watch something that funny, a five-year-old screaming bleach. That's pretty good. I think privatized, it's good. Yeah. In a oh, house yeah. with I buddies. I was like in the woods yeah. when, I would, when people were asking me to, yeah, yeah. to do this. Do, do you, I have a joke, but I don't know if you would remember this, um, just because of our age difference, but did mm-hmm. you know that Snoop Dogg, for just like a minute, became Snoop Lion? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so now I've ruined the joke. But... <laughs> One of my jokes I have is just in the I have random jokes that are one-liners that I don't think of myself as someone who does one-liners, mm-hmm. but I come up with them all the time. Mm-hmm. But I don't really want to just stand there and do one-liners. Yeah. So I think about I, telling a story, ending the story, and then you think you're not sure if the story's over or if I'm about to tell another story, but instead I just say a one-liner and it kind of 
throws mm-hmm. you off guard. It's it's a segue and a non sequitur. Yes, that's exactly right. So pretend I just told a story, right? Funny story, and it's like, <laughs> and it feels over, <laughs> and then I just go, "Are we just supposed to pretend forever that that Snoop Dogg was Snoop Lion for like a year? Are we just supposed to never talk about it?" <laughs> And I then think, just go on to another joke. Yeah, like, yeah. Don't don't yeah, play. Yeah, you know? yeah. That, I think that's great. Yeah, yeah. Like not not like saying that, waiting for laughs. Just like go into like a, a nobody sca- ever a talks joke. about it. He reinvented it. He he became Snoop Lion. Now I'm explaining the joke that I said I wasn't going well, to explain. Well, he was so he was like Snoop Doggy Dog. Snoop Doggy Dog, and then he was Snoop Lion, but he had a Rasta vibe. Mm-hmm. And I think he was trying to lean he into the marijuana reggae. vibe too, yeah, like he, with his branding. His music was more reggae then. That's right. I I, I knew people. But who then liked he him went on. back to Snoop Dogg or Snoop or whatever, mm-hmm. and now it's his songs from twenty five or thirty years ago that are really bringing him back. Yeah, yeah. But nobody goes like he was Snoop Lion for like a year. Mm-hmm. No one says it. Ever check out, <laughs> dude? I got this Snoop Lion album. Nobody has ever said that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I haven't listened to a Snoop Lion song, so no, I never. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember anything about it. But I did have. Uh, I guess the album was called Doggy Style. His yeah in like yeah. ninety That's early nineties. In many ways, this is uh, defining favorite. Yeah, at least it's when it put him on the map. As mm-hmm. I mean, he already was. Uh, making music before that, but yeah. that's when he got the big time famous. Mm-hmm. All right, got a a joke I'm working on. I just want to workshop. Yeah, mm-hmm. <clears throat> remember all my noises stuff mm-hmm. that uh, I I really think I have a whole chunk of comedy that's based on noises, mm-hmm. and we've gone through some of them. Maybe I. I don't know if I'll go through it now, but... Yeah. Uh, the days of the week. Yeah, the all day. that stuff. Yeah. So here's another one. Okay. It's trying to get a feel for what kind of person you are. It's kind of like pretend you are in junior high and you just moved and you went to a different school. Yeah. And and that's the same feeling as like if someone goes, well, so what are you like? Tell mm-hmm. me about yourself. How to answer that goes something like this. So you go to junior high, and you're new, you're the new kid, and they're like, "Oh yeah, so who what who are you? Like, tell us what you're like." And you're like, "I don't know, I'm just me." And then a group of guys come up to you and go, "Bro, bro, bro, bro," and you're like, "Hey guys," and they're like, "Bro, whoa, bro, hey, hey bro," and then you go. Hey, bro. And they go, yeah, bro, bro. And they go, bro. And then you're like, bro, bro. And they're like, bro, bro, bro. And then you're like, cool. I'm a bro. Yeah. And then you go, I I mean, this is cool, but I don't, this doesn't feel like me. Mm -hmm. So then you kind of go over and you see somebody else and they're like, hey, man. (laughs) And you're like, bro. And they're like, hey. And you're like, hey. And they go, yeah, hey. And you're like, hey. I'm I'm that I, maybe I'm hey guy, <laughs> and it's cool because then it's peaceful. It's not like bro. It's like hey, but then after a while you're like, I don't know. I mean I like this hey vibe. Like hey man, but it still doesn't feel totally like me. And then I kind of wander over, and the joke can go as long as you want. But some other mm-hmm. ones I had was you're like, hey, and you walk up to <laughs> you walk up to the group. And you go, hey, man. And they go, actually? <laughs> and then you're like, hey. And they're like, actually? And you go, 
actually and they go actually and then that's your new sound so you went from like bro to like yeah. hey and then you're like actually and then you feel like you have your tribe i feel like this is kind of like what junior high is or like in in mm-hmm. 80s movies like what high school is like this is a great like it, this could be like a deep cut Jim Henson puppet show, like like you like right? You, yeah. you imagine the main puppet yeah, walking up to different groups of puppets. Absolutely. So then there's there's actually so then you become like actually, and you're all like actually, and I can't I can't do it right now, but in my head I have all sorts of like different ways you could be like well actually, and then like actually, and some of them are aggressive and some of them are just actually gen- yeah actually. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so then you're that guy, and then you feel smart, and you're like, actually, and you're correcting everyone. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, I don't think I really like this yeah. vibe. And then another one was, uh... <laughs> so then I went up to these, <laughs> to this other group, and they seemed kind of chill, and they're kind of quiet, and they weren't correcting people, and they weren't cutting people off, like, bro, or like, actually. They were more like, quiet, kind of like, hey, hey, people. But not, they, they had a little bit of an edge to them. And I went up to him and I was like, actually? And they were like, ugh. <laughs> and I was like, well, actually. And they were like, ugh. So then I was like, ugh. And they were like, ugh. And then I felt like I was one of them. And we were all like, ugh, ugh. And so then the bros would go by and be like, bro, bro. And we were like, ugh. <laughs> and, then, and then people were like, hey, man. And we were like, ugh. And then people were like, actually? And we are like, ugh. And uh, I can't remember any other ones, but yeah. I feel like that's a joke. No, that yeah, that was great. Yeah, Thanks, and yeah. I like <laughs> like you can like easily picture what yeah. you're talking about without you literally saying what you're talking about. Yeah. like you say the you're sound. You're stereotyping people, which you're really not supposed to do. But. Well, you're not. You're you're not. It's not just that you're stereotyping people. You're describing stereotypes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was an um actually kid for okay. a good part of my life. Uh, I am glad I'm not. I don't do that it's, anymore. It's intelligence meets arrogance, or not arrogance, but uh, elitist, or thinking you're better than other people. Yeah, right? yeah. And so is ugh. That's the same. For me, there was um, there was a like, I heard something that I know is incorrect, or that I believe is incorrect. I have to say. Yeah, something. I owe it to the world to fix what they think. Yeah. And, and, they, and now wrong. I'm like, people I'm gonna... can just be wrong sometimes. Like I don't yeah. have like a lot of things don't matter. And then every once in a while, they matter enough to, to say, actually, that's not true. I never so say actually to, anymore. You know I, mean? I just tell that, them the You just thing. go, that's not true, and here's why. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, especially if it's harmful. Yeah. Not just a, mm-hmm. uh, they got the year wrong of when a movie came out. It's like, it's not going to hurt anyone if they think mm-hmm. it came out in 1982 and it's really 83. Mm-hmm. Don't be the actually guy. Yeah. But if they say something um, hateful... Wrong mm-hmm. about people group and individual. I think then you can say that's wrong. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, but I feel like the the people that are they go ugh. That's they're also they're similar to the actually people, mm-hmm. but they don't explain it. They just go ugh. They're yeah, actually, you don't know until you're already yeah, too uncool yeah, yeah. to participate. <clears throat> yeah, and I can't remember the other ones, but there was potentially there was silence person. Mm-hmm. It kind of was just the arms folded, mm-hmm. but I don't really know how that would really equate. Yeah, be that funny. There were some other sounds too. I can't remember them. Uh, if this was a Jim Henson sketch, a good way to take it would be, um, 
the puppet decides, like, actually, like, <laughs> no. It's, you can, uh, you can blend them at the end, and that's what I want to do is mm-hmm. yeah. blend things. Um, but they, they do the ugh for yeah. a while, and then they get to a point where they're lying the other ughs. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and so they've, they they isolate themselves, enter stage left, uh, another puppet yeah. uh, that is this, like, not saying anything puppet, um, and it's by they're by themselves. Yeah. Uh, whereas the others were all in like flocks. Uh-huh. Uh, and like these two puppets just like I don't know. They they make sounds. I like how you created puppets out of my characters. It, it's just what came what, I love that. The first thing that came to mind was a cartoon where like little blobs were moving around and then I was uh-huh. like, that's like Sesame Street, ooh, puppets. Yep. I don't remember the other noises right now, but I remember that I wanted to end it and, like, tie it up with a bow by saying, like, and after going, then I was like, in, in real life, I was never I was never any of these. But I have always felt like I never really had a tribe, and I kind of wish I did. Like, I, I wish that I was something so that I could at least be with the other actually guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, but the joke, I wanted to end with, Saying, and then I, I realize I'm just myself. Like, turns out the first thing I said yeah. was, act, that's what I am. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I don't know. That's what I wanted to start with, I don't know, I'm just me. And then go through this long story of all these sounds, and then I just realized, I don't know, I'm just me. Mm-hmm. And that, Which leads me to another thing I want to talk about, is I kind of want to talk about serious stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. Just for a moment, not tear-jerking, not long diatribes, mm-hmm. but I want to, instead of thinking of it as, I'm going to do a stand-up comedy act, mm-hmm. I want to stand up and talk. Mm-hmm. And things about things. You don't really know what's about to happen. I'm going to get up there, and I'm going to have mm-hmm. a microphone, and instead of saying it's a stand-up comedy show, it's just Jason English talking, mm-hmm. and you don't know what's about to happen. Oh, and Saturday night, October 8th, at the Blind Elk Tap Room in Banner Elk, North Carolina, I'm doing two hours off and on of my stand-up stuff that I've been working on. Some of it's attempting to be funny. Some of it actually kind of has some kind of deep... Uh, themes to it so it's kind of weaving that in and out and see how it goes at the tap room so I'm just going to get up at 6 o'clock and talk for 30 or 45 minutes just talk through some things I've been working on that I've been driving to open mics down the mountain but I only get 4 minutes at a time now I'm just going to stand up for 30-45 minutes and just kind of work through some stuff that's been in my mind that I'm working on take a break come back and do another 30 or 45 minutes. So all together, it's going to be from 6 to about 8 p.m. Saturday night, October 8th. Come grab a pint at the Blind Elk Tap Room in Banner Elk, North Carolina. For more details, go to thingsaboutthings.com. A lot of bad things out there. So, like, like when you're talking about things about things, you don't know what direction you're going. Yeah, and I I never want to get negative, though. That's the thing. Mm Mm-hmm. But I, well, I, I want I it to be funny and you, then sometimes actually inspirational. You can discuss things that are bad without being negative about it. Um, Bringing people like, down about it and stuff, yeah, too. Um, you can <clears throat> include information about, like, what is going well and yeah. what one can do. Uh, but, like, maybe not, like, a full call to arms because mm-hmm. that can be, you know, 
Um, yeah, I'm with you. But I want it to be to to go back to I'm I don't know I'm just I'm just me, and then for three minutes get into something positive about embracing who you are, just being yourself, mm-hmm. and then do a hard stop at the end of that and go. Here's my impression of Ryan Gosling. You know who that is? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I can't do an impression of his voice, so I don't know what you call this. This isn't an impression. It's just me s- describing Ryan Gosling. Yeah, okay. In the first person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's my impression of Ryan Gosling. Look, I don't care what the role is. I will be wearing a track jacket with a red stripe with a toothpick in my fucking mouth. <laughs> that's, that's a joke to me. I don't know why. Yeah, no, th- I, I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't sound like Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. It's just my impression of what he says mm-hmm. based on the roles that he has. That's um. It's a little crude with the f bomb, but it seems <laughs> it seems like. Look, I don't care what the role is. Maybe I need to lean into it more. That setup is uh, a relatively common form of joke for the internet. It's uh, you do like a chat box. And you just name whatever they're saying, and you put words. Oh, in Oh, right. Mouth. Yes, TikTok has this all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So that's that's a joke. And then what else did I have? I just like I've been doing voice memos. Oh, uh, hypothetical famous people talking mm-hmm. at an award show. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So <clears throat> I don't know what kind of award show there would be, or like a special event there would be, where there would be, let's say, af- a famous athletes. And movie stars and movie directors, the the I guess you could say like the rich and famous mm-hmm. people. Yeah, where would they all be together wearing fancy clothes, the Oscars Do or something? But people go to like the Met Gala. I don't know. I don't know. Oh yeah, I, in my mind it's televised, but it doesn't have to be televised. That would help zoom in, zoom mm-hmm. out a lot. But whatever that would be, where you have, you have. You know the top tier famous athletes, not not just the best, but they're famous too, and they're in commercials, and you know, mm-hmm. yeah, <clears throat> they're not just good at their sport; they're also mm-hmm. very successful in other endeavors, and they're there with their tuxedo or their dress or whatever. And then there's a movie star, and then there's a a famous producer or director or what whatever famous rich people, and they're all talking, and it's like, oh. Um, <laughs> Uh, oh, oh, and I'm not telling the joke right because it's not ready yet. But mm-hmm. and then there's a hold on, I'm not going to give it away yet. I almost gave it away too early. So there's the athlete. Mm-hmm. It's like, so what did you do to become? How did you become rich and famous? Well, I dedicated you know my entire childhood and adult life to this one craft. I studied this sport and the position that I play. I dedicate myself to it. Uh, and I let other things fade away, even sometimes relationships and even sometimes family. And I put off even having a family because I was going to be the best at this sport. And I'd give 10, 12 hours a day to it. And I, you know, thankfully I got to this place. And then an actor, maybe a similar story. Like I gave up everything and I moved to L.A. or Hollywood or New York and like went to acting class and I gave up everything. And I'm like, I'm going to pursue this. And then then it worked, and now I craft it. You know, I'm always crafting this skill, and I'm always learning more, and I'm always going to coaches, and and they become this. And you know, you can fill in with whatever famous people f- for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And then over there, like hanging out, there's a a TikTok star, 
and they're at the gala, and they're wearing, they're they're hanging out with the famous athlete, the famous movie star, the famous director, who's given twenty or thirty years to their craft, and that's why they are as successful there. And they go, hey, so what do you, so what do you do? And they go, oh, I'm, uh, I'm on TikTok. And they go, oh yeah, like uh, what'd you do on TikTok? And and the, and you go. I'm the guy that did the, like, <laughs> and then they go, oh, my God, that is you. And they, like, love him. Yeah. I think I love where that went. I, like, I, I wasn't, I, I didn't predict it. Like, right, you, right. you did, you caught me. Right, right. <laughs> yes. Because uh, it's, it's so funny to me to think, because some of these YouTubers and whatever, they are, like, wealthy, famous people Mm -hmm. who did not give 25 years to a craft. They just go, what if I just went like, and everybody loves it. And then they just, their next one comes out, and then they just go, (laughs) and they're like just as famous as the, like, quarterback of the team that won the Super Bowl. It just fascinates me. Yeah, I think it's a product of my generation. Like, it fascinates me how somebody can become rich and famous by doing just like a silly thing one time. Mm -hmm. And then they just learn the SEO optimization, YouTube stuff. Mm -hmm. And then there you go. They're off to the races. Yeah. It's kind of like reality TV. Oh man. Just normal people or like not just normal people, but like the Kardashians (laughs) are as rich as they are because they were rich in the first place. They're famous for being famous. I don't even know. You yeah. know, it's us. That's it's. Re- we're really good. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you guys get? We're just good. <laughs> Look at this. We're good. Look at me. I, I still. I don't know anyone that watches their show, or shows, or whatever they are. Um, I. But they're famous. Oh, I met some uh, in February some? this year. Yeah, oh, like oh. several. <laughs> some people who watch. I thought you met some Kardashians. I met some of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No. So you met some Kardashian watchers. Yeah. Just, I was saying that because you were saying you I don't didn't even know, know anyone. anyone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how'd that go? Was it fine? Um, yeah, it was fine. You know, we were. I could be cordial with them. I didn't have to talk about the Kardashians. But if you said, "Is it is it called Keeping Up with the Kardashians?" Mm-hmm. And is that the only show, or do they have a lot of them? I really don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not trying to be TV. cool and say I don't. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, you just totally. Uh, <laughs> One up to me there. <laughs> I don't even watch TV, Jason. <laughs> like, well, I mean, I watch TV, yeah. but I don't know what they have. But uh, I bet you, if so- someone said, um, "Keeping up with the Kardashians," what what is that? And they would probably go, "It's really good." <laughs> I, having spoken to some people who watch the Kardashians, I think their response is often like. Uh, like, let me tell you everything that's going on right really? now. Did you ever open this? Is this open? Uh, yeah, if you okay. pull on it, it's just okay. the seal. Okay. So they just go into all the details instead of saying it's really good? Yeah. Nope. You got this open? Or yeah. do you think it came close to it? You just got it pull right now. This probably sounds great. Yeah, I hope it does. Maybe I can find some scissors. Yeah. You really carry a knife. There we go. Yeah? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Here you are. Thanks, man. 
I really like using my teeth for stuff, and I gotta stop. Okay, go. Here's another one. Yeah, it's not good for you. You could break a tooth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have. There's a chip mm. in my tooth. Dang. I didn't notice. Yeah, it's not <clears throat> visible. I think I've had my teeth ground down a few times for, like, other reasons. And so oh, it's okay. probably less visible. All right. I got a, a bit about Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm. You know who that is? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. The actor. Benadryl Cucumberpatch. <laughs> yeah. So it starts with... The thought of, there's no way that's his name. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no way. Yeah. Right? And it is, I think he decided, I think he decided to move to America and just be the quintessential Brit. Mm -hmm. I'm tall. I'm fit. I'm handsome. I've got the accent. And it's the good version of the accent. And it's <laughs> formal and it's, it's educated. And I got it all with the little curl and everything on the hair. What should I name? What should my stage name be when I move to America and be British <laughs> handsome guy, Benedict Cumberbatch, right? Yeah. And I was just like, and he's in, you know, I can't think of the roles, all of them right now, but Doctor Strange would be one of his more mm -hmm. famous ones. He's but, Sherlock. Yeah, so many, and he's awesome, right? I think he's awesome, mm -hmm. but I was convinced he just created this British persona. Yeah. And <laughs> nailed it, um, you know. We moved somewhere and just named ourselves the most American sounding name with the most American sounding accent and all mm -hmm. of the like stereotypes. Yeah. Like he probably like wears a leather jacket and smokes a cigarette and just like eats a hot dog and like, you know, yeah. like, you know, American guy. My name's Biff Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, maybe he's just Benedict Cumberbatch, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> so I looked it up thinking, because I have this thing about me that I do that a lot. I, get, I look at people, I mean, normally on TV, not like walking around. Mm -hmm. I'm not like judging people all the time. But actors and actors and what I'm, I kind of go, I bet you they, they sound like they grew up in this region of the country and I bet you they did this before. Like a lot of times I nail it when I go, they're, they're um, trained as an actor. Mm -hmm. Like Juilliard. Yeah. And then someone else, I bet you they're not. I bet you they didn't go to Juilliard. Mm -hmm. But they're they're in the same movie together. Yeah. And they're, you know, both equals. Mm -hmm. One of them, anyway, so I was like, Benedict Cumberbatch just moved here and became a character. <clears throat> Are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. So he, uh, this is all sort of still the joke, like everything I'm saying. Yeah, is still I, the joke. I understand. Yeah. Um, Including that. <laughs> yes, that should be. <laughs> and so I looked it up. You ready for this? <laughs> Yeah. He is trained in and part of the British, I don't know if it's called this, I should look it up for the actual joke, mm -hmm. but he's trained in and is a member of like the British Movie Association. Mm -hmm. And his name is, his real name, you ready for this? Mm -hmm. Benedict Timothy Carlton Cumberbatch. Fuck, I was wrong about everything. <laughs> so that's, a, that, the joke is like, the joke is like, not only was I wrong, <laughs> his name is longer than Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. It is Benedict Timothy Carlton Cumberbatch. If anything, he he shortchanged us on his Brit British. Yeah. Like he didn't even show us all of it. He probably had to pick two names when he became famous because they're not going to put all that in the credits. Right. And they're like, look, they're like, uh, name? And he, he didn't pretend uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. That, they'll believe it. 
It was like he said, uh, Benedict Timothy Carlton Cumberbatch, and they're like, "Look, dude, this is America." <laughs> Two names, and he was like, "I don't know, just be- Benedict Cumberbatch," and they were like, "Whoa!" <laughs> and I'm like, "That's there's no way that's his name." <laughs> anyway, I think there's something there. Yeah. Do you I, know Pablo I was Picasso's, so convinced. Do you know Pablo Picasso's full name? Uh, I don't either, but it's very long. It's like Jose Francisco <laughs> de Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> it's it ended there. I don't either, but it's very long. <laughs> I I once had to memorize it for a play I was in. You have your phone or no? Yeah. Look it up. <laughs> Dude, you need to tell that joke. What joke? I'm like, what have I been joke. talking about? <laughs> it wasn't a joke. Oh. From your perspective, but I think it's a good joke. Especially the look, oh. the mustache, oh. and the actually. Oh, do you, you know? Go, you know Pablo Picasso's full name? <laughs> they go, no, and you go, I don't either, but it's very long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, as a kid, I was the type of person who would memorize long words to try to sit, feel cool and smart. Yeah. Uh, I still remember pneumonia ultramicroscopic silica volcano coniosis. That's a word? Yeah, it's a disease caused by inhaling um, silica dust from volcanic uh, obsidian. Obviously. It, it, it inflames, inflames your lungs. It's yeah. very descriptive. Yeah, it pretty much was in the title, <laughs> sort of. If you're paying attention, you kind of know what it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, I was Googling Pablo Picasso's real name. Alright, um, while you're doing that, I'll look up another random thought I have. I do have it. But, um, Tell me. Alright. You got it. Pablo Diego José Francisco de Pala Juan Nepomuceno María de los Remedios Cipriano de la Santísima Trinidad Ruiz y Picasso. And they were like, bro, this is America. <laughs> and he was like, uh, Pablo Picasso. I don't know if he ever lived in America. <laughs> Actually, let's just go with Picasso. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how we remembered him. <laughs> yeah, let's just go with Picasso. A few, a few of you will know as Pablo. Jupiter will know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the long one. <laughs> uh, Jupiter, if you're still out there. I'm gonna, you want to go get some more water? We can yeah, just keep this totally. going. Chair cam. <laughs> but originally, it wasn't bro, it was like, uh, uh, uh. but then I thought it might be too violent. Yeah. Oh, I remember it now. I, there was another sound. Mm-hmm. It was the, after the, ugh, it was a rage, like a rage person. Yeah. And I was just like, ugh, I'm just so ugh, tired. I can't remember the exact order, but it was, it was, ugh! and you just go, you walk by this guy and he goes, ugh! and you're like, ugh, and he's like, ugh! and you're like, ugh! And, he, and then next thing you know, you're ugh, guy. That's so, I can't imagine doing that on a stage, though. Yeah. That would be so hard. Mm-hmm. No, no, really. Think about it. Consider it. For real. If all of you that are watching or listening 
just simply told a few people. This sounds like such a pyramid scheme when I say it like, no, no, for real, let's try this. Just guerrilla marketing, just see if it works. Tell people to watch things about things because it's really good. If you believe that to be true, instead of only watching it, just you, actually talk to the people around you or email or text or tweet or whatever the things are and just be like, watch this. And then also you should probably tell them how with a link or in person somehow tell them how let's give this a try for real S- tell your friends thanks mm-hmm. you know and then i realized i don't want to be oh god <laughs> i just myself <laughs> oh god you have i think i think you have to just do it full because mm-hmm. if you for a second think they're not gonna like this then you go uh and you're you're not really giving it your all mm-hmm. yeah you gotta um well, never mind. I was gonna say Shia LaBeouf it, but I think he may have like Go recently for done it. something. No, just do. Oh, is he? I think I just think he got arrested. I don't know what oh, it yeah, was yeah. for, but I... well, he got arrested sometimes for like protest kind of stuff. I think so. Oh. I, don't, I don't know what this time. Actually, I don't even know if what I said is true. I don't know if what I said is true. I don't like the gaslighting. Remember the ga- I told you. Um, question it. Question what someone says when they're confident, and just go, "Is it though?" <laughs> Gaslight. And it's like a whole whole little section on like, here's a few ways to gaslight people. Please mm-hmm. don't do this. But if you need to, these are good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are some ethical situations. Well, another one was <clears throat> when I, uh, I don't know if this is gaslighting. It's just like shaming. Mm-hmm. It, when I was in high school, I might have already told you this story. When I was in high school, uh, my friend Martin and I, we went to this party. It wasn't really a party. It was, it was, it was actually kind of people. So they don't really party like bro party. Mm-hmm. They were watching The Shining. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I did that with my friends. Right. <laughs> so like there's there's like hey you going to so and so's house on Friday? What are you guys gonna do? We're just gonna get wasted, right? There's that party, and there's gonna be chicks there, and then there's like watching The Shining people. Mm-hmm. So I was at a Shining. They're both party. drunk. Uh, or high. My, the second one might be more high. Fair, fair. If I had to guess. Mm-hmm. But grown up. Mature, more mature version of handling their their substances. Mm-hmm. I, I think, yeah, you know, of course. They're the watching The Shining, and I was just like, I don't get it. <laughs> I was like sixteen. I was like, I don't get. it. I wasn't as cool as them, mm-hmm. but you know, I was in drama. I was a th- I'm a lifetime thespian. Still have my card. Mm-hmm. I was a drama kid in high school, but I was living more than one life. I was also the captain of the baseball team, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was both. So I go to the Shining party, and then Martin and I also baseball. We just started playing catch in the back of the room. We are like, I don't know if it was like a Nerf ball or something. We were just like playing catch. Mm-hmm. And this guy, I don't remember his name. He probably wouldn't even know me if he saw me. He doesn't even remember who I am, nothing. I, and I, don't, I just kind of remember his face. He turns around and leans over the couch and he goes, Hey, guys, um, that's really cool and everything, but we're trying to watch a movie. And oh my gosh, it shamed me immediately. It was like it's I really felt so ashamed. Though. Yeah, so that's the way to shame someone. Mm-hmm. So if they're whatever they're doing, doesn't matter. If you just want to shame someone, just say, "Hey, that's really cool and everything, but we're trying to." And then you just say whatever you're doing. Yeah, you sound like a bat, like a really mean person if you say that. Yeah, it, it will hurt people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, and I don't think he meant to do that to me. Yeah, probably not. But it's funny to me. I think like how to shame someone when when you're young, you're um, more likely to like 
forget to think about other people. And I think maybe yeah. that's what happened with both of y'all. You're like, uh, yeah, oh, I was playing catch because it's so just normal. rude. <laughs> and it's like, oh, wait, yeah, I was. Um, th- that's why you felt bad is because you realized. Like, I was doing something uh, wrong. <laughs> and then uh, he, the, the other person could have uh, said it in a more polite way that ended with everyone feeling less bad. Um, and that would have probably been better, like, on, yeah. like, a morality scale. But yeah. they also are a young person, and so... Yeah, I'm not sure if he was going, actually, or if he was going, ugh. I, I felt more, ugh. Yeah. <clears throat> Some words to, ugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the third one, third way to gaslight or shame or whatever, mm-hmm. is somebody goes into a long a long explanation of something that they think is worth listening to. Like, Mm -hmm. it could be they think it's funny, or they think it's serious, or they're being vulnerable with you. Something that they, you wouldn't be looking at your phone while they're Mm -hmm. saying it. Like, you're supposed to listen to them. Whatever that is. It could be funny, it could be serious, it could be tears of joy, tears of sorrow, but you're not supposed to be on your phone. You're supposed to be listening. And when they finish, you just go, uh-huh. Do you have any gum? <laughs> or, <laughs> or like, uh, something like that. Like, it starts with, uh-huh. And Wait, then, what? Could you say that again? <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. And it started with, well, I won't get into that, but it happened with Gray and I, mm-hmm. our 12-year-old. Yeah. She listened to an entire story I told her, but then she didn't hear the last sentence. Mm-hmm. And she went, huh? And I thought she wasn't listening to the entire story, mm-hmm. right? So I told her a whole story. The last sentence, she goes, huh? And I was like, Ugh. so I told the whole story again. But she was actually only asking me to clarify the last sentence. Mm-hmm. So I go into this five or ten minute long story where she's just looking at me like, you said all of this. <laughs> but I'm her dad. She's mm-hmm. not going to cut me off. Yeah. I'm, I'm her dad. So she's just letting me talk. So then it ends and she goes, uh-huh, do you have any gum? <laughs> and that's like, it may, I thought she didn't care about the story at all. Yeah. But in actuality, she did. She listened to it twice <laughs> and was over it. And then I thought, pretend you meet someone that you would never like someone important. I don't know. Pick a you know a hero, your hero, mm-hmm. or somebody just famous and important. I hate to bring up famous as if that means more, but someone that you you would go. I met this person, mm-hmm. you know, and they say something to you, and you go, uh-huh. "Do you have any gum <laughs> or something like that?" Would be. I almost want to see if I have the courage to do it. Mm-hmm. If I were to meet someone, that's like. Name name a famous human being uh, that speaks English. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Yes, yes, that's for, for uh, AKA Snoop Lion. Yeah, but, Snoop Doggy Dog. And he's like, says some cool advice because I've heard he's like a cool dad and gives good life advice. Cool. And business advice, hmm. and of course music advice. Mm-hmm. And he's helped produce so many other. He didn't get. That didn't get talked about enough, I don't think. Mm -hmm. He helps a lot of people get their career started and stuff. Like Dre. No, I think it's the other way around. Maybe I have it wrong. What? Oh. I thought Dre got Snoop's career started. Do you think Snoop got Dre's career started? No, I think that... Oh, sorry. I meant he... he Oh, Dre also does that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got it. Yeah. And, uh, And Dre... 
and Snoop, if you're listening, <laughs> and I know you are. I'm sorry I got that story wrong, because in actuality, it's not like one did that for the other one. They both earned it. Yeah, of course. You know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> saved it. Okay. <laughs> but if he gave me this amazing life advice about creativity and writing, and I've never met him in my life, and there's like an entourage of people around him, mm-hmm. and I go, uh-huh, do you have any gum? <laughs> it yeah. would be, well, actually, now that I say it out loud, I don't think it would work. I don't think it would land. Yeah. Yeah, it's I not think, funny all of a sudden. I think to me. it's too obvious that you know who Snoop Dogg is, like on site. Because, like, I think the initial reaction of a famous person when that happens to them is, "Oh, uh, not everyone knows who I am." Like I thought. So, if they were a little less famous, it would work better. Uh, if they were famous in a way that it was. Re- like realistic that you would not recognize them. Benedict Cumberbatch comes to mind. You you know what? Like I do, guy. but he might not realize that I know him. Okay, maybe it was a different example. Uh, like a person. Yeah. Um, are you into golf? I mean, not really, but like I know a, a few names. But like a golf star that you don't know. Like oh <laughs> right insert name here I thought you were about to name drop a golf no, star I was I, like jeez I don't you I, mean <laughs> I can name Tiger Woods yeah I can name guys that used to play golf Jack Nicholas mm. and Arnold Palmer oh yeah yeah he that's had, back uh, in the day he had eighteen career hole in ones cool it's written on the can oh nice <laughs> Dustin something anyway. I don't know any other names. But if I were to, and they're not Tiger Woods, mm-hmm. that that's the person you go, uh-huh. Yeah. All right, that one didn't land that great. Mm-hmm. And the great thing about that one is <clears throat> it might just happen accidentally because you might run into a famous person that you don't but recognize. But when would you ever say that to a stranger that says something to you? That's the thing. <laughs> you have to be the change you want to make in the world. You that's, have to start saying that to all sorts of strangers. That's the That's the thing. Okay, another sound joke. Ah uh, man, I feel like I said this to you. I don't know. The the sound and this this is just sounds that I'm used to. Cultures around the world, different sounds mean different things. I'm, mm. That's, But I feel like there's something, if someone's talking to you and you want to let them know that you're with them and you're tracking with them and you do it all the time and I do it with you too, you do something like, mm-hmm, something like that. Or, mm. or like, mm. Some, mm. There, there's nothing definitive that would tell you that the, the, the sound like, hmm, it means you agree. Mm-hmm. It's not like in the dictionary, yeah. but it sounds like you agree. Mm-hmm. You you say mm-hmm, like, and that means yes, and you can say mm-mm. No, but then there's nuanced ones like hmm, mm. hmm, and you're you're like I'm with you, I'm not against mm-hmm. you, I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. They're positive, like keep talking, mm-hmm. my ears are with you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then the other side of that would be someone's talking. And you make a noise, and you could just go like, mm. but the the one that I thought of was more of a mocking instead of a disagreeing. I think what's worse than disagreeing is mocking. Mm-hmm. So if if you and I were talking about a, a topic and mm-hmm. we didn't agree, if you just went no, that would be more respectful than if I said it and you went. Pff. So that's the noise. Yeah. Pff. 
Yeah. Or like something that's like, you're an idiot. You know? Yeah. Yeah, there's one like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So here, here's the, it's a joke that meets more inspirational of like how to, how to heal polarization in the world. So say you're talking to people and ideally in a relationship, you hopefully you would get to a place where when they're talking, you're like, hmm, or like, hmm, or hmm. But if you find yourself wanting to go, let's heal the world by doing less and doing more, but you know you can't be like, hmm, or like, mm hmm, because you don't agree. Mm -hmm. And you, you shouldn't make the sound if you disagree. That's not authentic. But instead of going, maybe you could go, huh. <laughs> and if we had, like, our world is polarized. And we want someone to go, mm-hmm, but they're not. They're going, poof. No, wait, that's not it. It's the other way around. You're listening to someone that you don't agree with. Instead of going, poof, just go, huh. And it invites them to explain themselves more. Mm -hmm. And then you start to understand where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. And then eventually, it, it go, instead of, poof, it goes, huh. And then next thing you know, you're, you're both going, mm-hmm, hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then every once in a while, disagreement, and you've learned through experience, you don't go anymore. You go, huh? Mm -hmm. I think that that's, I think for real, that's a good idea. Yeah, I I feel like I live that way. Um, I think so too. I get I, that vibe from you. Uh, I recently spoke to a random flat earther that I met on the internet, and um, I enjoy talking to people who have opinions I find insane. Uh, this guy turned out to be like even crazier than you um, thought. Yeah. Yeah. But, but your point is the posture but, yeah, of your I mind. I never was like, "What the hell, dude?" Or like, "No, you like the things you're saying are absolutely wrong." Yeah. I was just like, "All right, like, where's where's where... no point in me arguing with you? This no. is like you're this type of person." I would love for to hear your perspective. Yeah, and, so, and I already know I don't agree, <laughs> but instead of murdering you in my mind and just yeah. acting like you don't exist in the world, I'm gonna be like, "You do exist. Microphone's yours. What mm -hmm. do you want to say?" Yeah, and I think um, when you talk about stuff like that, you have to acknowledge that they're like uh, we're speaking from a place of privilege as white education males. of of uh, with flat Earth. Uh, hey, a lot of people used to think that we have some education now. Well, I was actually thinking, yeah, it's not the kind of privilege you're talking about. Yeah, I was thinking <sighs> of um, the. Uh, idea that you should always that you should engage with people. Um, yeah. So, like, you know, this guy was crazy in a way that would have been hurtful to other people. Um, he, he wasn't directly hurtful to me, and so, so it was therefore easier you for have me the to listen to. I don't think I'm obligated. I just think. It's but you're not in danger in that situation, yeah. and other people are, and they shouldn't try to listen. Mm -hmm. They should just leave. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, which is why I did that in a private chat rather than like. Having him on display. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, all that really does is, like, more people see him, you know? Like, that's all it's But do you ever want to say, hey, that's really cool and everything, but we're trying to watch The Shining. <laughs> that's um, kind of what I want to say to Flat Earther. <laughs> that's really cool. Have you ever seen that documentary? Mm -hmm. What was it called? Re anyway, it's so good. Did you have even a second where you thought they made a good point? No. Because I had a second. There was a second I was like, huh. <laughs> That's another noise. Oh, man. It's, uh-huh. And then there's, poof. But then there's, huh. But then there's, huh. 
<laughs> and that's like, I think they made a good point. Yeah. Huh. I had one of those oh. in the Flat Earth documentary, and then like 30 seconds later, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I. You didn't even have that for a second, huh? Yeah, well, because it's just like the way... I know a lot of things, and <laughs> right. so, like, I... And you know a lot of things about things. <laughs> true, it's true. So, like, the way I engaged with Flat Earthers I when I, like, things. learned they were, like, out and about in the real world right. uh, was, like, I looked up... I would I would look up different things that are only happening because of the spherical or, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Semi... Little. It's kind of like a sphere. Right. Oblo- oblate spheroid. Thank you, brain. Um, he speaks... Spheroid. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, like, I know about things that are happening because of that. Uh, Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the Coriolis effect. So, when I was, whatever, like, I was a kid and heard about flat earthers, I was like, how do flat earthers explain the Coriolis effect? They don't know it. it. uh, that not the case. They, these flat earthers, they like tr- they, there's a there's a flat oh, earth. Oh, they website. try to really prove this. There's thing. like a flat earth Wikipedia <laughs> that like ends with is them. like responses to common questions. Uh, the response... They're really. They're, what's the word? They're apologetic. Like they have a. Some of them really truly try to argue the point and know all the facts, and they still think it's flat. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're really convinced, and they're not just like, no, 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 it's I flat. Think, they're like, I researched this. I think where that comes from is uh, they find a, not only like a place of belonging within this group, That's they it. also find a place of like importance, That's of it. like power even. That's it. And so. I totally agree. Your brain is just like, yeah, this like, I can, because you can research something you can research something in a way that leads you to whatever answer you whatever want. whatever you want because you like th- that's why you don't look for what you believe you just yeah look for stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> or things yeah in, in an what experiment. is this effect i don't know what it is. Oh, oh the coriolis i don't it's, know what it is uh, or maybe it, i do i just didn't know the name it's the reason that um hurricanes spin different directions on the um hemispheres yeah the northern and southern hemisphere um so some flat earthers would just be like no this is why uh so when i looked it up they were basically just like uh it's not real because um, another thing that happens because of the Coriolis effect is that um, regular standing bodies of water uh, will usually begin to drain by swirling in the direction, the same direction as the hurricanes swirl. Um, and there's like a lot of qualifiers because that doesn't always happen. There are a lot of things that affect the way uh, water is going to drain. Um, but there have been experiments done with simultaneous, uh, like, dropped uh, pools of water um, that had been sitting for several days in order to try to keep get them completely still. And it did work when they did it. Um, and I don't remember how many times they did it, but more than once. Oh, if someone said, how do you know it's round? You'd be like, Science. I I mean yeah it's it's just really <laughs> obvious when I know what I know you right. know you know <laughs> when I know what I know you know mhm yeah 
<laughs> and that's what speaking to a flat earther is like, which is why I didn't say any of that to this guy. I was right. just I, what I you did were like, actually we're trying is to ask watch questions. I, I engaged. I was like. He would say things, he would give more information, and I would ask for clarification. And, like, not in a, not to I'm going to get you way. Because, yeah. like, people can tell when you're doing that. Yeah. Uh, well, how did this happen then? Yeah. No expl- Yeah, I know what you mean. This condescending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, but just, yeah. just, like, that's, like, okay. Where did like, you get this that thing, like, that. Uh, I, I try to avoid, like, where did you get that information? Oh, because then it's like Google Usually they made it up. Like, yeah. like this guy made this stuff up. Um, yeah, I read a book about it that was made up by some dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so who cares where? So, yeah, I didn't ask where. Uh, I just asked for, like, like explanations for, like, why this is the thing. So it's, so, like, um, I don't know if I want to talk about what this guy, like, was actually up to. Cause yeah, it's just pretty you don't insane. have to get into it, no. Um... But yeah, like, he was saying, like, some crazy stuff, and I was like, oh, that's crazy. Why are they doing that? Like, 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 uh... Yeah, yeah, you don't have to get into it, but it gets, it goes deeper. What's the mm-hmm. thing behind the thing? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's the motivation? Beneath the thing, And yeah. usually things get more and more vague as you ask for, like, clarifying questions. <clears throat> And this is flat earth, but you could also use this example for a lot of things. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. But then you keep going, and eventually, in my experiences, if you keep keep asking, a lot of people eventually give away their real motivation, mm-hmm. which is some sort of hateful something. Yeah, yeah. A lot of those, racist, a lot of those people on that uh, documentary yeah. were not just flat earthers. Yeah, and I, and I, don't, I don't mean to... To do, like, apples for apples. Like, if you're a flat earther, you're a racist. That's horrible oversimplification. Unfair. Not cool. But the simil- there's similarities in my experiences when I finally get... And I, I don't know how to ask the same level of questions you ask, but if I kind of keep going, where does this come from? Mm-hmm. Eventually, some people give away mm-hmm. a pretty dark... It, you, in my experiences, it's usually racism, sexism, homophobia... What's the one about not liking non-Americans? Uh, xenophobia. Xenophobia. Other obias. Mm-hmm. Or religion. Yep. Or you could just take away all the examples and just say, thinking that people that are different than them are bad. You know? Like mm-hmm. say, I think you could get rid of racism, sexism, mm-hmm. homophobia, whatever. It's like, there's some people in the world, they just think... If they're not like me, they're bad. Um, uh, my friend, You're thinking about something good right now. Yeah, I saw it my friend sent me uh, a meme uh, that was... Uh, the, the original meme is for like presenting things that people hate on, but that a lot of people like. And so it's a person yelling at them. It's a, it's a meme. It's a picture. Uh-huh. Um, it's a person yelling, and they're like... like this is bad. It's several complaints about the thing, and then the last thing is always stop having fun because <laughs> uh, these people are not paying attention to, like, they don't care. They're enjoying the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- this meme uh, was an inversion on that, and it was uh, smoking meth. Uh, and it's like, stop having fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. like yeah. as if it was on the same level. Right. <laughs> right. Well, ugh. Oh, uh, we'll keep going, because I was going to ask you some 
questions what, about different what, subjects. What were we talking about right before this that <clears throat> led to that, to me saying that? Um, I said people, when you press them, Mm-hmm. You see racism, sexism, and you can zoom out and not even do any of those details, and it's just people saying, "Oh yeah, you're not yeah. like me." So. so that's a meme that I saw, and so I was just imagining the same thing with your expression there, except applied to groups of people that that doesn't apply to. So like, <laughs> like, uh, okay, like, you... Uh, you know, fascists. If if it's like. Uh, oh, you just don't, you like me because I'm, fa- you don't like me because I'm fascist? Like, that's right. just like, That's so unfair. Know. That's only one aspect of me. <laughs> right. Just because you have a different political persuasion, you just don't like me because I'm fascist? Yeah, right. except it's like completely reasonable to hate all fascists, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I guess, it, I guess I don't know enough about fascism, but I guess I would agree with that if they hate people. Yeah, yeah. The, one of the, the, the pe- one of the pieces of fascism is that there is an out group, and you are. Oh, part there of the we go. Group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So like you're, like you explicitly know what? doing the thing that you're <clears throat> saying is bad. You know what triggers me is when I hear people who are in the privileged categories. Mm-hmm. I hate to jump and act like if you're privileged, that means you're fascist, or that's not my point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but people are in the privileged categories that legitimately legitimately think and say that the privileged peoples are the people that are being oppressed right now. <laughs> it triggers me immediately. It's so I'm a, I'm a white, straight male. Mm. And when I see white, straight males say, we're, we're oppressed right now, mm-hmm. I can't stand it when they say it. Yeah. And I, you know, to be honest, some of them can't stand it when I, that I can't stand it. Because they think I'm supposed to agree with them because I'm also a white, straight male. They're like, you know, we're the ones being oppressed right now for just being a white, straight guy. They want me to be like, yeah, bro, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, I don't agree. And yeah. then all of a sudden, I'm the bad guy. Mm-hmm. It gets me. I'm triggered now thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had an a example I wanted to talk about. What would you say before the very end? The thing then? before the thing. I think we're back to the same uh not liking someone because oh different. yeah, not liking someone. Uh, people who are privileged uh, saying that the the like group over which they have privilege is the privileged group, and they are the oppressed. Yeah, and that happens a lot now. Uh, I've seen with bullies mm-hmm. or with um, oppressors, Colon- mm-hmm. colonizing colonizers. Yeah, colonizers. When when someone finally goes, hey. The colonizers go, whoa, like, back off. What are you doing? Why are you so upset with me? I didn't do anything aggressive. Everything I did was legal. <laughs> that's right. And that's the, that's the season I think we're in right now in our, in our culture, in our, in our country at least, mm-hmm. is, is there, there are people that are finally going, hey, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can sexual harassment, racism, uh, homophobic, whatever, all the things, mm-hmm. people are finally like, you're not allowed to say that anymore. And then the the bat, the person saying it goes like, whoa, mm-hmm. I didn't do anything. Why you put what? Yeah. Why are you so mad at me? Yeah. It's like, jeez. This is this is a gentle thing. I, this mm-hmm. could be a, a freaking civil war, mm-hmm. but instead it's people going, look, stop saying that. To the privileged equality. 
looks is, like oppression. That's it. Yeah. And in history, at least my understanding of history, is usually what happened in a more... Man, I sound like such an arrogant guy saying this, but a less civilized or more archaic history of humanity. Mm-hmm. When the oppressed finally pushed back, they just killed everybody mm-hmm. and said, I'm tired of you doing this to me. I'm going to revolt. Mm-hmm. The nuanced, modern, less violent version is you're not allowed to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And we're going to collectively figure out a way with our minds to stop you from doing this. It used to just be revolution, right? Like, we did, I, they just I, killed the king or whatever. I do want to talk about uh, the police because people have been like, well, pe- you know, people have for a very long time been like, uh, you have to stop shooting young black men uh, and not getting in trouble for it. And they're like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> I can't, what, what? Uh, all of a sudden it's bad for me to kill a person? Like, this, what do you think I got into this job oh for? God, dude. <laughs> Sorry. You know, there's so many cops that doesn't apply to, obviously. Uh, there's some wonderful human beings that just said, hey, I would help. People have made mistakes. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm believing maybe a little think, bit better of some I, of these. I think if you're a good cop, that involves uh, calling out your, yeah, your... And I'm sure that exists. And those people, most of the time, get fired because police unions wield a lot of power. Oh. Them. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. I'm just believing there's some people that just... They got that, a job, and they're trying their best to do their job to help people. Yeah, I I agree. Um, it goes back to what we've talked about non-podcast time of, like, they're human beings. I see mm-hmm. them. I can love them. Yeah. System, that's a different story. Or the institution, or the... Co- the yeah, I, I believe in the abolition of the police. I don't necess- I don't believe we should kill all the police officers. No, and... and I think we should uh, get them different jobs. Yeah, I, I, there's a difference. There's a major difference between mm-hmm. saying, oh, no, I'm not against you. I just don't think the system's working. Mm-hmm. It's not an accusation against you. And, that, and that's why I never got offended as a pastor... If somebody said, here's the problem with the church and the problem with authority in the church and false, and I was like, yeah, totally. I wasn't like, whoa! I would. You know? <laughs> and you can tell you can tell the people that are the problem mm-hmm. when that's what Yeah, when they, they react do. that way. Although, to be, I mean, I'm sure there was something in me that did that sometimes. I, don't, I wasn't aware of it, but, you know, mm-hmm. did, I did it for 20-something years. Mm-hmm. I'm sure on some level, if somebody questioned me, I went like, whoa, you know. But, but not when they did it about just like the church like mm-hmm. christianity has done all these horrible things in the history of civilization i wasn't like whoa what are you mad at me <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that's not in, like incredibly documented by the people who were doing it <laughs> and i didn't and i didn't go look i know there's a couple of bad eggs out there. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't say that i just went yeah totally i'm just so to equate it back to the police i believe there are Millions of police officers that if you just went, the system's broken, they'd be like, yeah, totally. I'm just trying to do my best. By enforcing that system that is broken? Yeah. I think... But they're trying. What if they're trying to fix it from within? I think... uh, I just think that, like, doesn't work because of the... I agree that it doesn't work. I Uh, agree that it doesn't work. But what if they really... But they think it could work. Yeah, so the reason that, like, those people are cool is because they (laughs) eventually will not be cops because they will either get fired or have to leave 
And that, I mean, this is going to sound so freaking egotistical, what I'm about to say, but that's how I felt about my transition to not be a pastor. Mm -hmm. It was like, this never felt like me. And ultimately, I think the system's broken and this Mm -hmm. institution isn't healthy for the world. Yeah. So I'm not going to be in it. Yeah. If a person goes in believing they can do something, I actually thought that I was helping. And then they learn, oh, this system is even more broken than I thought about. I can't actually and, fix this yeah. from the inside. And obviously, the, what I went through, is, it's not the same. I'm not talking about like murder and corruption and <laughs> stuff like that. But just it's, an, it's a system. It's a religion. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh. And here's the crazy thing, Jupiter, is I thought I was really helping. Mm-hmm. I actually thought I was changing something and making a difference. Yeah. And some individuals would say, you did make a difference mm-hmm. it, because it was, indiv- they're talking about an individual. You did make a difference. Me and my friends, we were there and we felt like this was healing our hearts and yeah. healing some wounds. And I, I believe that too. And that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But what I mean is I actually thought I might could help fix the institution. Mm. I see. And I it see. didn't, ha- and it can't be, or I shouldn't be so negative to say it can't be done. I was like, oh. I'm not going to do this. Yeah. So I don't want to do this anymore. Doing it is, uh, it's, it's, it's taking on more than just being a pastor, unfortunately. Oh, and it's, 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 there's some narcissistic tendency in thinking like, I'm going to fix Christianity. Are you kidding me with the kind of egotistical thought I had? Yeah. Good, good job. You're the first person to ever think that, and that someone thinking that has never resulted in terrible things happening. So I went, huh, I'm just... This isn't going to change. Yeah. It's just not. Um, so I think what happened was I I, I was, I joined the ranks of most people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go, yeah. It, it's, that system is broken. It's not going to be changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I still am glad I tried. Yeah. That's... I actually really tried. And I felt like I was honest about the attempt. And then I went, oh. I'm just a regular dude that's not going to fix anything. And there was a death. There was a bit of a death to my ego. Mm-hmm. Oh, just some dude in this little town that maybe a few people thought, okay, thanks. <laughs> like I'm thinking, what if, <laughs> you know, the institution deconstructing that and equality and this and just in spirituality and talking openly about someone's metaphysical thoughts, that beautiful, not authority and power and money, no money. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, I'm like, I was just a pastor in a small town in the Appalachian Mountains, and it went okay. I'm, I'm going to, when you upload this to YouTube, take yeah. that clip of you just saying that, post it on TikTok, and put, <laughs> put above it uh, Martin Luther, and then the year that he did that. Just because, like... Oh, this is my impression of Martin Luther, <laughs> and then I just say that. But, like, Dang, it's just that's what of you saying, like, something you actually believe. Right. Like, that isn't you or thinking you about Martin Luther. Or you shame me by going, all right, Martin Luther. Yeah. But, like, that's not what I want to do. I just want to be yeah. like, be th- like th- th- this guy is saying some, like, correct stuff. And it's much... also, like, something people have been trying. Yeah. Oh. All right. So, some of you are like, yeah, I really got to see the remainder of this conversation. Some of you are not following at all, and some of you are locked in. And the the full episode is posted for patrons only. So, if you are not a patron yet, 
and you like this and you like we're, we're, what we're talking about and how we're talking about it. And you're like, I would love to hear the end of that conversation. Well, I have a Patreon page. It's for people to just chip in maybe a buck a month, five bucks a month to help with all the costs and keep the podcast going. I have a studio because of you. I have the equipment because of you. And I have the website because of you. And the podcast exists because of you. And it's for people who go, I kind of like this. And they chip in a buck or five bucks. So that keeps it going. And I just want to keep this going. So if you like it and you want to hear more, maybe throw in a buck, throw in five bucks a month to help me continue this podcast. So you go to patreon.com slash things about things. Patreon.com slash things about things. That's spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash things about things. And as always, you can go to thingsaboutthings.com for more things.